Hey, hey, welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I am your host, the one and only Keisha, which is a lie because there's like a million plus of us. There's white Keishas, black Keishas. Ruh Keishas, Luh Keisha, Muh Keisha, Kuh Keisha, Tuh Keisha. No, and I'm just naming people that I know. <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, I was a cheerleader and there was two of us. There was a Ruh Keisha and a Luh Keisha. So we we literally were known as La and Ra. <laughs> and there's still people who will see us and say, oh, Ra, La. I'm like, damn, we got full names. We have whole government names. Like, stop calling us by those. Um, we've got producer James over there. Hey, hey. Being white and annoying as always. I'm just waiting for the next hate comment for producer James. Ah! <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> Look, he literally got one and a half persons said something slightly negative about him. And he's been talking about it for two weeks straight. I'm crushed. I'm not. People, look. Oh, let me tell you what I got this week. Um, as some of you may know, I guest co-hosted, was it last week? Yeah. It was, was last it. week on Pink Shade. Now, you hear the name of the show. It's called Pink Shade. We're not talking about sunglasses, okay? We're talking about some shady shit. No rules apply. So we were recapping the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunions part one and two. And uh, Aaron Martin, who is one of the hosts of Pink Shade podcast, uh, brought up Sutton skinny legs, okay? She simply said, Sutton has the skinniest legs that she's ever seen. And, you know, it's in part because she was a ballerina. So she just has that ballerina kind of, you know, their legs and arms are different than ours. They're like elongated or something like that. I mean, the bitch has skinny legs, all right? Uh, she just does. And I probably call them chicken legs, chicken legs or something like that. So I get an email. Now, mind you... I'm on someone else's podcast, okay? But I get an email, not to our podcast email, but to my boutique's email, trying to check me about mentioning, or not even mentioning, I didn't even bring it up, the skinny legs, how that's not nice to make fun of skinny people and how I wouldn't do the same to fat people. Mistake number one, bitch, you clearly don't know me. I will make fun of anybody, black, white, red, white, green, mixed, fat, skinny, perfect, gay, straight. I'll make fun of my mom on this show. I've done it, but I've made fun of both my parents on this show. I've made fun of my child on this show. It's like, okay, so... Clearly, you, you don't listen to the Libra Lounge Keisha because there's just no way that she would send an email like that to me about, I, I say pretty horrible things, okay? I think I said that I would put my foot on a baby's neck for like a million dollars. And she wanted to check me because I said Sutton had chicken legs? You were body shaming was what she said. Okay. <laughs> She was because she basically called me out saying that I would not, I can't remember her exact wording, but it alluded to, I wouldn't do, she didn't, she never put body shaming in there, but she said everything but body shaming. Oh, no, the subject was body shaming. Oh, see, I didn't even read the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I do. Have you never heard me talk about Lizzo? Have you never heard me talk about my fat ass? That gets talked about too. I shame anyone on planet Earth. And there's been times I've shaded Martians. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, I'm so sorry I coughed. Now producer James is looking at me shaking his head like I just coughed and gave everybody in the damn room COVID. 
It was simply an allergy cough. It finally has gotten cold here in Texas. And when I say cold, I mean, it's like 68 degrees, but that is cold for us. We got turtlenecks on. We've got our Ugg boots on. I mean, in another hour or so, we're going to really regret doing any of that because it's going to be hot. But we're just glad. I've got my Starbucks right here. They brought out all the holiday flavors. I've got my caramel brulee latte. And I've got my sugar plum, what is this, Danish. I am living my best white life right now, okay? <laughs> well, they finally got cold enough where now I'm worried that the power is going to go out in the next hour or two for six days. Well, some people's power has gone out. People have already been complaining. Um, so, yeah, so that's basically what's been going on with us. However, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the Gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Before we get started on the gab, okay, I just, this is so funny to me. So, as you know, actually, I guess this could be part of the gab. Wendy Williams is, again, not hosting her show because she's busy trying to figure out that crack is whack. She has not learned it yet. How many stints in rehab do you have to do? Look at your nostrils. Whatever you're snorting is not good for you, Wendy. It's not good. So they have had um, a, is a plethora. A plethora. A plethora of guest co-hosts for her show. Her show's ratings have gone up. <laughs> and this, here's the thing. It's not even just like, oh, this is one guest co-host until Wendy gets back. You don't even know who it is from day to day. And the ratings have gone up quite a bit <laughs> since she's been gone. That's pretty fucked up, okay? That's awesome. That I mean, that is like, how is my show going to do better without me? It's called the Wendy Williams Show, and my ratings has got. They were at a point before, and this probably why. That's probably why Wendy left to save her own damn show. She's like, I gotta do something drastic, <laughs> so I'ma just leave. Y'all, y'all, y'all know I still got this problem with crack, coke, a little bit of heroin, and bad genetics. So let me save my show because they were having to actually pay on bribe audience members with money and with gifts to even be in the in the audience wow yeah that was right before she left so they were like thinking what are we gonna do now that she's gone well you don't have to bribe audience members anymore <laughs> the budget is looking better since wendy's no longer there i was just like i don't know if i would even come back to my show i mean that says a lot when you have to leave your show for it to improve yeah, that's and, and the fucking Price is Right has a packed crowd every single day. Every single day, <laughs> never an and they empty don't give seat. Them shit. Right? They did, and you spend more money going to the Price is Right, okay? Because you get your. I mean, I think their tickets are free. Yeah. Okay. But everyone gets their sh you get shirts made. Oh, you so that's apart, 20 yeah. bucks right there. Then then you got to wear something silly so that you know you can get on your on screen second, you know. And you might actually win something. You might actually win something. You don't win shit on the Wendy Williams show. No. I yeah, so Except your I mean except your one free photograph you take with the Sasquatch. Oh, I meant Wendy. Wow. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> is that as Wendy if you're already going through, you're having a mental drug breakdown anyway, what does this do to one's ego during a time like this? They better put her on suicide watch. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So this is actually sad. Joe Exotic from Tiger King. His cancer is back. His prostate cancer is back, and it is quite aggressive. He's asking to be released from prison so that he can seek treatment that he needs. Now, he does understand that this is not going to be treatable, but he wants to prolong his life as much as he can. So Joe released a statement letting all of his followers know, which I am one of his followers, because here's the thing. I know we were supposed to hate Joe Exotic, 
But we really didn't. He, he was an asshole. He was a cheat. He was a liar. He was a drug addict. He was an animal abuser. But God damn it, we like that boy. We love it. We love, we love it. So when he released the statement on his Instagram page and probably on his website stating that, you know, the scans have come back, the prostate cancer is back, is very aggressive, he's scared, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. And then he says, Carol will have a party over this. Change my mind. Change it. I don't like even this motherfucker's damn near on his deathbed, okay? And he can still think about Carol Baskin. When you said his cancer came back, I thought you meant Carol Baskin. Well, this is <laughs> this is what I'm thinking Carol may do. Because Carol always tries to be the bigger person, but she's really not. Hello there, all you cool cats and kittens. It has been brought to my attention that Joe Exotic, unfortunately, has cancer and it's quite aggressive. So what I'm offering is to cover all funeral expenses. And by covering his funeral expenses, expenses, I'm simply going to get his body and feed him to one of my cats. <laughs> funeral expenses, I will provide the shovel under which you can use to bury him in the back of my place, which was his until I bought it. That's right. That's right. That is, you have to really, I mean, we know that he hates Carol. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't even think hate is, what is above hate? I, I mean, it's like nemesis. Yes. Yes, they are. Nemesis. Yes, they are. My He's God, damn, even when you're like, when you know that you're about to have the fight of your life, most people try to have a come to Jesus meeting with their self. They want to get closer to the Lord. They want to start making donations to like children's cancer centers. You know, they want to do things that, you know, this things like that. They, they want to, you know, rekindle relationships with their estranged family members. This motherfucker had to talk about Carol Bass. Oh, like, I just know she's loving this. I think he's more mad about dying of cancer because it'll make Carol happy. I think he's more mad about maybe dying before Carol Baskin so he can't dance on her grave. Maybe they'll just die together. I don't, I really don't know. Because right now, she actually made the news this week because apparently there is a Tiger King Part 2 yep. in the works and she's not happy with the way that she's portrayed. Bitch, did you watch part one? <laughs> you know did, your own did, life? Yeah, did you, did, were you not a part of, uh, that wasn't a stand-in, that was you. You did these things, you said these things. Bitch, they still looking for your ex-husband's body and you're not okay with how they're gonna portray you in part I can't imagine how they, did they paint her in blackface? That is the only reason she should be upset <laughs> with her portrayal in part two. Carol, you were fucking beyond horrible in part, part one. So uh, she wants all of her scenes to be deleted out. Well, that's not gonna happen, okay? Because if you hadn't heard, even the gays cannot cancel Netflix, okay? You don't want to battle up against Netflix. It's, it's not, I think they have like Bill Gates money over there. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I, Carol, um, perhaps going to hiding. I, I, I don't really know because they're going to show you on part two. <laughs> you can't. You cannot tell any part of the Joe Exotic story without Carol Baskin. Baskin. That is the story. Look. It's like the Avengers without Thanos. You can't do it. I love animals except for rats and possums i love animals so so much so watching tiger king for a person like me should incite great anger okay great sorrow for these animals okay and it did but i kept watching because i wanted to see what joe was gonna do next I wanted to see if he's gonna have another blow up doll and make it look like Carol Baskin and shoot it in the head like he did. You know, you almost, and I hate, I really hate singing this because I really love animals so much. You kind of forget about the animals because the humans are the ones acting like fucking animals, eating Dale, Walmart meat and shit like that and get, an getting amputated and going back to work the next day because you don't want anything bad to happen to Joe. You got animal tax. You got a cult leader over there riding elephants and shit. It, it just, 
I hate to say this, but the animals play second fiddle. I think the biggest part of the tiger was in the fucking title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing else really mattered. You literally forget that Tiger King is about the abuse of animals. Okay. So um, this is something funny. When I was watching Tiger, I mean, Tiger King helped us all out during COVID because we were all on lockdown and uh, this was great entertainment. But when I was watching it, I realized at some point, I'll be goddamn. I didn't met Joe before. So when they were doing their um their, their mall tour, they came here. All right. So we in we live in Dickinson, Texas, and like it's just a collection of small towns. We make up Galveston County. We don't tell nobody that. We just tell everybody we're from Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So uh in Texas City, which is one of our sister towns. There's this mall, and look, this mall has been a dead mall since its infancy, okay? And I I had to go back and really think. I was like, holy shit. I remember there was an advertisement that you could pay $20, and you could see uh, a, a bear cub, a lion cub, and a tiger cub. And I'm like, well, golly, I'm taking Scholar to go see this. We went to the mall and we got to see those animals. And God, I would do anything if I could find that old phone because I know I took pictures of it, but I had no idea who who Joe Exotic was or anything. But then I started seeing like some of the toothless people, his entourage, and I'm like, yeah, that matches the description of the people who were the handlers that day. So yes, so by so would this be by proxy? Scholar and I like are cousins to Joe. Hey, I, it's possible. All right, so moving right along. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. So, if you are a fan of the Real Housewives of New York, you were probably greatly disappointed because there was not a reunion, and people were like waiting and waiting, like, okay, why is there no reunion? When is the re- reunion gonna come? We finally got the answer on why there was no reunion because there's always an end of the season um, reunion. Turns out the reason is because Ramona Singer was under investigation because her co-star Ebony K. Williams filed a complaint of racism against her, which apparently another a crew member had also done the same. So then we got the details of what was said. So there was something going on. And then Ramona made the comment in front of everyone and said, see, that's why we shouldn't have black people on the cast. Yeah. (laughs) And here's the fucked up part about it. I was like going to different sites on Instagram where they, you know, had the story. And I was always go to the comments because the comments are always the best. Every single, and I'm talking about thousands of comments. Everyone's like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> no surprise. They're like, that's very Ramona. So in her defense, this is what Ramona said. Yeah, you know what? I faced racism before, too. Because in 1987, when I was in labor, a black nurse wouldn't give me pain medication while I was in labor. Bitch, you was in labor. If you didn't get the epidural by a certain time, you're having an all-natural birth. That was her defense. <laughs> that is the that's one of the worst ever. Here's what makes it even worse. That's almost like saying I had a black friend in kindergarten. Yes, it, it really is. <laughs> so one person said, wait a minute, 1987, isn't your daughter like 25? So it just it's, it, yeah, <laughs> that made it even worse. It's just like, well, she tried and she failed. But to say you face racism because this one time and i'm willing to bet the nurse was probably following doctor's orders and you did not get pain medication while you were in labor so that makes it okay for you to make this comment oh ramona just stop so some people are like oh she should be fired i mean i kind of want to see how it's going to play out on screen. That's what I'm saying. Why would you fire her? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a show about drama and shade. And look what you got. And look what you got. Okay. I guess we should be glad she didn't say that's why we shouldn't have niggers on the cast. (laughs) 
that might have been made it a little bit worse. Yeah. So there is a reason why there's no and there, there's no reunion and there's not going to be a reunion. Mm-hmm. However, this Sunday is going to be part one of four of the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. And don't forget, Nicki Minaj is going to make a guest appearance and she's going to take over for Andy Cohen. And I heard she goes in deep on all the ladies. Yeah, I've heard that about her. Really? Sorry. Well, you know, a lot of people were upset with Bravo for even having her because she's in the midst of this, you know, her her husband has been accused of um raping. She's married? Yeah, and has a baby. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I figured the baby part, but Okay, just one. Okay. While you making your uh sideline comments about black people on the cool. No, Nikki. Anywho, so her husband, um, you know, she had to bail him out, get him attorneys. Because <clears throat> someone, this lady came and said that, I think when he was 16, that he raped her. And then since then, Nikki and him have been, they tried to buy her off with $20,000. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. Uh, Monica, what is her name? Onika. Onika. Onika, you are worth double-digit millions. Your husband raped me once upon a time, and you're going to offer me $20,000 to be quiet? That ain't going to happen. I need a million and a collaboration spot on the next album. You can skip the collaboration. Just throw in another uh, half a million, (laughs) and we're good. (laughs) But it's because Nikki has been intimidated, death threats, all kinds of things. So people are like, why would Bravo choose... To have this person come onto the show, which they're not really wrong. I mean, it doesn't look good, but it's going to make for very good. Here we go again. It makes for good television. Good television means ratings, which means more money. So there you go. So I'm very excited to see how this going, how this is going to go down. Okay. So there's more drama. So this week, we found out that Zayn Malik, who was formerly of uh, One Direction, if you don't know One Direction, it was uh, Harry Styles' old fucking group because he has surpassed them in every way. Um, he's also been in a relationship with Gigi Hadid, the model, and they have a baby named Kai. Uh, I want to say Kai is, she's not even a year old yet. Anywho, it came out this week that Yolanda Hadid, who used to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, said that Zayn attacked her. So everyone's kind of like, what? What? Like, what's going on? Okay. Bear with me today, guys, because my allergies are bad. My throat is dry. I've got all kinds of drainage. So if you hear me sipping, coughing, sniffing, that's why. <laughs> and of course I sniff. Okay, so... <laughs> So Yolanda said, and, and I, I'm confused on the timeline because I've heard that it happened two months ago. I heard that it happened a month ago. And then I heard that it happened a couple of weeks ago. It, it really doesn't matter. But apparently Gigi was in another country, apparently for work. And so I'm, I'm guessing Yolanda went over to the house to maybe help Zane out with the baby. And an argument broke out. And Zane pushed her against a dresser. Okay, and then he called her a fucking Dutch slut. Okay. He even put the uh, country of origin. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Let me just say this. I damn near choked my brother out for pointing at our mom. Not just my mom, it's his mom too. Can you imagine what would happen if, okay, in this case, it would be James, my significant other, pushed my mother and called her a slut. You can just leave the slut part out of it. Pushed my mother. I'm scared to think of what I would do with it. I'm scared of your mom first, you second. Oh, God. Because that's oh. you fighting on two fronts. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so let's put this where it's black people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It would have never made news because we would have settled it that day because you're going to first of all, my mama going to whoop your ass. Then she going to call the rest of us. We're going to call the cousins, all the exes, the grandkids, great grandkids, old spiritual Negro. 
all of the all of our ancestors gonna come and whoop your ass. So now she has filed charges against him. And Gigi has broken up with him. And now she's trying to get sole custody of their daughter. Wow. I'm sure Zane was probably feeling bad because he has not been in the news lately because his career has completely stalled. Were you in the news now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, he has said that he wished this had stayed private. I'm sure the fuck you did. He was hoping it was a matter that they could handle themselves. It wasn't. You put your hands on my mama. It ain't. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. You fucked up today. I'm just like, what? The audacity of someone to put their hands on their girlfriend or their boyfriend's mom. Okay, now look. I have envisioned myself kicking James's mom's ass multiple times, okay? But I would never put my hands on her. I would cuss her out, and I have, but I wouldn't put my hands on her. Okay, let's just say we were in a situation where I thought I was about to put my hands on his mom. I would do this. James, get me out of here before I drag your mom up and down this goddamn road. And so, therefore, we would just leave and, and avoid the confrontation altogether, okay? Because how do you come back from that? I, I don't know. Well, first, how do you come back from putting your hands on a grown woman, number one? Yeah. And then your, you know, your wife's mom. Yeah. You don't come back. How do you come back from that? Ah, man. I think that it was Gigi who made a statement that she and Zane were, no, were not together at the time. At the time? It should have been like, oh, man, that motherfucker ain't going to ever see one another again. He barely going to see his kid. It's going to be under supervised visitations. I'm going to pick the person who's the supervisor. He done fucked up. How much, calculate how much child support I can get right now. Like, I don't see how you come back from that. But you know what? They're young. So I wouldn't be surprised if they got back together at all. Well, stranger things. Stranger things have happened. Speaking of stranger things, when we get back, we're going to talk about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and their brewing romance. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to remind you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel. How are we doing on YouTube? Yeah, it's eh. YouTube. It's yeah. We're doing way better on the podcast platforms. Okay, so subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, and the Laughable app, and also on Amazon Music. Yep. And for the love of God, leave us a review. Only a positive one. We don't want to hear no negative shit, okay? <laughs> and you can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. We love interacting with you guys. So if you're on there, say hey. All right, so do we ever go through a show without talking about a member of the Kardashian-Jenner family? It doesn't seem like it lately. It doesn't happen very often because these bitches know how to stay in the damn news. So now everyone is talking about the fact that there seems to be a brewing romance between Kim Kardashian and comedian Pete Davidson. All right, Wasn't Pete Davidson in the, the newest Suicide Squad movie? He was. For like two seconds or something before he was killed? Wasn't he like the first or second person to get killed? Yeah. He was the first one, actually. Okay, there you go. So, they were spotted together on a roller coaster in Orange County earlier this week. And from there, they were spotted having 
a second dinner. I guess I missed the first dinner in New York City because Kim was there because she was receiving some kind of award. Like, what the fuck kind of award is she receiving? I, for what? Filter of the Year Award? <laughs> Body Dysmorphia Award? I, I don't know. But everyone is saying that there's a relationship there because while they were on the roller coaster, they were holding hands. Okay, but okay, they were on a roller coaster. Sometimes you grab, I've been, I can remember as being a kid and being on a roller coaster and grabbing the hand of a stranger. Okay. So she's there with the friend. I think he's kind of always been around. Yeah. He's kind of like those, uh, those little uh, sucker fishes in the aquarium. Which is yeah. Face, they're just always around. His face is very familiar. To he's them, got weird, like his fish lips. It's, yeah. He's got the weird lips and kind of yeah. yeah. long teeth. Yeah, he's, he's just not cute. Dude. Yeah, he seems like to me he is a guy that when a girl is trying to get over another guy, she talks to him because he gives her all her attention. He's like, "Oh, you're so pretty, Kim. <laughs> I wish I had a girlfriend like you, Kim. <laughs> oh, look at that booty, Kim. Oh, can I take you out to dinner, Kim? He's that guy. He makes you feel good about yourself. He's a white knight, <clears throat> basically." I don't think this is a relationship. However, it has been rumored multiple times by multiple women that Pete Davidson has a big ass dick. So again, he's the guy you go to to get over the other guy. You get a good dicking down. You get compliments. I'm sure he's going to pay for your dinner and stuff like that. But I cannot see Kim Kardashian legitimately dating Pete Davidson. You remember our friend Donnie Johnson? Uh, Donnie Johnson. Yeah. He had a word. Friend. What? It's a what? Friend. Okay. Feeling really, feeling really irritated. Emergency. Need dick. Yes, that's what Pete Davidson is. Okay. <laughs> that's the kind of friend he is. Yes. So I, I, some people are saying that it's a publicity stunt because, quote unquote, they saw the Hulu camera crew because you know the Kardashians gonna are going to have a new reality show on Hulu. They saw the camera crew. But then I saw this morning that that wasn't true. So who the fuck knows? Kim Kardashian, if she was really dating someone, no one would know about her right now. Because she's not even divorced yet. Exactly. So that's why I'm kind of like... And you know, crazy ass Kanye would be like, oh, I'm going to get my money now because she's... Yes, he would. Yes, he would. So I don't really think there's anything... I don't think there's anything to it. And Kim likes black guys. I mean, that's just been proven. Yeah, she's going way the other way. I mean, this is not even like Eminem white. This is like goofy white kid. Here's what's, here's what's <laughs> funny. There was an episode of South Park where they made fun of uh, Kanye not getting a joke about fish dicks and being a gay fish. Mm-hmm. So it seems so funny to me that they did a joke about Kanye having sex with fish and now Kim is possibly <laughs> having sex with, with a fish white lips. fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, she has caught all of our attention. So we're all just, it's not like anyone cares. It's just kind of weird. So you just kind of want to see the outcome of it. You don't, you don't really, you're not invested, invested in it. But it's just like, huh? It's like when the hot girl liked Quasimodo. Basically, it's kind of it's not like that. And the hot girl knows damn well she's not going to really date Quasimodo because she don't yep. want to have Quasimodo looking kids. <laughs> okay, huge ass, big lips. This is well, I don't know actually. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so I guess we'll see how this one turns out. I have a feeling Pete Davidson, y'all better put him back on Suicide Watch because whenever he and Ari- when Ariana Grande broke up with him, he lost it. Like he was making legit suicide threats like they had people looking for him because they he was saying that he was going to kill himself so i mean and that was little bitty skinny ass ariana grande i mean if kim puts it on him i mean just ariana yeah if kim and her big ass booty put it on him i i don't know so um megan i don't think i'm black markle is in the news again Megan, the queen of whiteness. Yes. Uh, Megan, I don't want to be Black Markle. Uh, She kind of got slammed this week because she has been lobbying for paid paternity leave. But what she has been... What job? No, 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 no. Overall, she wants the Senate. Yes, 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 yes. So um, she has been making phone calls to senators, okay? 
and this is how she introduces herself. This is the sucks. Su what how do you say it? Sussex, Sussex. Now, I know how you. I can read it, but I can't Sussex. say it. Suck. Y'all know I have a lisp. That's two, Has three S's and word. some X's. Okay, I ain't gonna be able to say it. This is the Sussex. Shit. Say it, James. Say it for me. This is the uh, what is she? The the Duchess of Sussex or the... no? The Sussex. Oh goddamn, we're dumb. The sucks. She didn't say this is Meghan Markle. She used her <laughs> title to introduce herself, okay? And so this one senator is like, uh... Ain't you at the family? He, 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 he kind of, he said, look, if you're going to be lobbying for changes in the United States and going as far as to call senators on their private cell phones, you need to use your government English American name. You don't need to use your British royal title. He basically said that shit is not cool. He was like, no, like you, you Megan Markle, you're in the United States. You say you don't want to have shit to do with the royals anymore. So why are you still trying to use your title? I mean, he has a point. I think he has a great point. I think he has a Especially really good point. Especially after they've made such a big deal about not being exactly. kind of actively part of the royal family. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he kind of checked her a little bit. because I, I giggle. I'm like, ooh, she get her. She be checked. Yes, 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 yes. So I was reading something earlier today when I was scrolling on Facebook, and I feel like this was kind of a dig at Meghan Markle. Um, actress Paula Patton, who... Um, She's an actress. She was married to Robin Thicke, and she is half white, half black. And so if you know anything about Meghan Markle, she constantly says, I'm biracial. I'm biracial. I'm biracial. Um, Paula was like, I don't use that term. She's like, I don't like that term. She goes, I feel like that is a way to say that I don't want my blackness. And I was kind of like, okay. I'm like, is she reaching a little bit? So then I read it more, and it, it, it kind of goes along with things that like people like Halle Berry and Drake have said. You ain't gonna ever hear Megan say these words. She said, look, I'm not denying my mom. My mom is white, I love her, I'm not denying her heritage. But she goes, it was in fact my mom who told me, look, you are half white, you are half black. But in the eyes, especially here in, Ameri in America, People are going to see you as black. I have to prepare you to be a black person in this role. And that is smart. She goes, I don't say biracial. I say that I'm a black woman. You know, I just feel like it's a, she, she didn't say a cop out, but she just didn't like the term. She, she says, I'm a black woman. And some people don't understand this. You know, um, producer James and I used to talk about this when we were talking about having kids. I was like, okay, that's great. But are you going to be, as a white man, are you going to be able to raise this child to be prepared to live in a world that's going to see he or she as black? So I feel like Paula was kind of pointing at Megan because Megan, May, you ain't going to hear Megan say, I'm mixed race. You're not going to hear her say, my mama black, my daddy white. She always says the term biracial. And let me tell you this. If Meghan Markle's white side of her family wasn't complete white gutter trash, she would try to pass for white. But she didn't have that. She didn't have a choice. She had to go, well, I do have that other parent. She's black. But I guess that's better than the white trash, okay? <laughs> so, Meghan, girl, stop. Like, it's so confusing because she and Harry are so big. We don't want, we, we left England. We don't want the press. We don't want to be involved in the press. And then you're constantly in the press. You're constantly doing interviews, talking about the royals. I'm like, I thought you wanted to escape all of this bullying. Y'all know I have a love-hate relationship with Megan. I really, really, really do. Mostly I can't fucking stand her, but the bitch can't dress. So moving right along and james I, I don't know if you heard about this because we hadn't discussed it this week but cal penn who is an actor who's also um he worked with obama's campaign right he came out this week as gay okay. no one knew um he and his partner had been together 11 years and now they are engaged oh good for them but here's the part that's just gonna make james go have a mini stroke over there any minute now Cardi B <laughs> is supposed to officiate their wedding. Okay. So, first of all, 
don't do the part where she says it and then you repeat it because you're not going to be able to repeat whatever Cardi says. Write your own. Write your own vows. In English. Yes, 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 yes. Because you ain't going to be able to say what she said. The audience is going to be able to understand what the fuck she said. And God, what is she going to wear? Pick the wardrobe for her. You, you take total control over that. Okay, when we get back, I'm going to list some of the best Halloween costumes that my eyes saw. Stick to the Libra Lounge. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. So, my favorite holiday. I'm so sad. I hate this time of year because I have to take down all of my Halloween decor. I don't decorate for Christmas like I do for Halloween. No, she don't. The, how you guys decorate for Christmas, that's how I decorate for Halloween. So, it just always makes me a little bit sad. But I will say that there were some pretty fantastic Halloween costumes that I saw. And here are some of my faves because my opinion matters so much. <clears throat> Neil Patrick Harris, this was really cute. He, his husband, and their twins all dressed up as, um, I want to say, they said murder family, but it really, really wasn't. I don't know what the fuck Neil Patrick Harris really was. He was like in a black turtleneck with a knife. Now, his husband was coming through a door like a serial killer. Maybe that was an ode to The Shining, I think. Uh, let me look at the picture. Maybe, but here was the best part. So their son was dressed up as Killer Chucky, and their daughter was Linda Blair's character from The Exorcist. It was so freaking cute. Like, they went all out. They they went so far out with this that they actually um, posted behind the scenes of how they got ready and all of that. It was super, super cute. I love it when families all dress up together in a thing. I got you. So they were they were famous uh, movie characters. Okay, so who was Neil Patrick Harris? Let's see. So Neil Patrick was. I'm trying to find it. Uh, All right. Well, producer James is um, uh, trying to find that. So I saw this man who was. Shining. Yeah, he was The Shining. He was The Shining. Yeah, yeah, he was Jack from The Shining. Okay, so maybe no, sorry, his, his husband was Jack from The Shining. Right. Oh, he was uh, Psycho. He was. Um, Norman that's Bates. right Norman okay Bates. okay okay now yeah, that makes the, sense because the picture has him standing behind a skeleton woman in a chair okay it, yeah, you have to picture. go to his instagram page and see the pictures it's totally cute that's awesome so i saw a man dressed up as a can of pillsbury biscuits <laughs> <laughs> were they busted or was it just regular <laughs> but it literally was a big ass can of pill i'm like who thought of that? But it was like, that's a Halloween costume you're not going to see anybody else in. And it was it was really cute. I liked it. Uh, then I saw, this one was really good. Producer James will probably try to do this shit next year. It's a dad dressed up as an ATM machine with his wife and his daughters as as uh, bills, money bills. <laughs> but it's the look on the dad's face like, I'm sick of these bitches. <laughs> that just, it, it made the whole thing. Then I saw, oh, this one was cute. Amy Schumer was dressed as a tampon holding her string. Which was a representation of her last three Netflix specials. Yeah. It's basically a used tampon. <laughs> yeah, Amy's career just, it, it, it has Oof. stalled. It, it it didn't even stall. It went down because she's still been trying. <laughs> yeah, her husband was on Joe Rogan last week, Joe List. So. Oh, really? Yeah. He's the one that she figured out that he was on the spectrum after they got married. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And she was saying how much she, you know, she loves the fact that he's on the spectrum. That's what makes him special. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Producer James is on the spectrum a little bit. And I can't stand that shit. <laughs> Damn. You guys know my stepson is high-functioning autism, and y'all know we make fun of everybody. I'm an autismologist. I know a lot about this, okay? Okay, so then we have, oh, this one was great. <clears throat> this girl dressed up as Britney Spears from the VMAs when she did uh, I'm a Slave for You, and she's got on, like, the bikini top, the shorts, and then she's got the the uh, yellow python. Oh, the albino python. Yeah, yeah, but it was yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she had her friend in a yellow bodysuit attached onto her, and his arms were the snake. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I love that. Um, then we have Tyga. Uh, he was dressed up as, what is it, Barnaby Jones from Dark Shadows? Oh, uh, Barnabas. Yes. Yeah, Barnabas. He looked really good. He killed it. Oh, wow. Yeah, he really did. Um, Lizzo. 
And for the person who says that I fat shame skinny people, let me rephrase. Lizzo and her fat ass dressed up as... <laughs> so hopefully that makes it better. Uh, it's a balance of body shaming. She dressed up as... Uh, she actually did like two or three costumes, but she dressed up as a uh, baby Yoda. But they reconstructed her face and painted it, and it looked badass. I, I, I have to admit, I liked it a lot. But it took me a minute. I was kind of like... Huh, what is that? At first it was a stretch, then you see it, and then it's... And it was like, oh, yeah, it was yeah. pretty dope. And then Lil Nas X, y'all know that's my boy, he was Voldemort. Wow. And let me tell you, you really thought, who was it, Jeremy Irons who played uh, Voldemort? No, it was... Uh, no. Uh, Colin, no. Um, boy, it was Jeremy Irons. Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. That's right, you're right. I know. You're right this one time. You're right, right, right. I'll take it. Okay. He, yeah, he looked just like Voldemort. It was pretty cool. It is so weird what people can do. No, I take that back. It's not weird what people can do with prosthetics and makeup. It's amazing to me how much money somebody spends on staff, <laughs> hire someone to do prosthetics and makeup for their Halloween costume. Which one day when I'm rich and famous, I will probably... He, James knows I'm going to do the same goddamn oh, thing. Yeah, okay, sure. when we get back, I'm going to award the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. Alrighty, producer James and I would like to thank you for tuning in this week. Don't forget to, anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, you can find the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Uh, look, we don't have like a per se, a Patreon, but you can go back once you find us and listen to all of our... Yeah. I stopped because a burp was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of professionalism you get from this pro professional podcast. Oh! you can go back and you can listen to and watch because the majority of our shows are um video anywhere that you can listen to a podcast you can do that because on itunes now i discovered that a while back it happened like when you go to listen to a podcast you can also watch it on itunes oh yeah you can you could always have watched it okay never yeah mind. so yeah for i us, thought that was something new and special no no <laughs> the video ones that we put out were fully viewable through uh Apple Podcasts, through iTunes, and all that. The differences, like certain platforms, like uh, TuneIn. Okay, we don't really okay. care about all that, producer Jay. God damn, just woo. When he knows something, or if he think he knows something, that he was probably gonna spend about fifteen minutes telling y'all exactly what I just told y'all. You can watch her listen to the goddamn podcast. <laughs> you was ready, huh? I thought he, I had, he was I ready. Had a chance to shine. He had well. scooted his chair back and everything, got his hands on the desk ready to explain. He turned on a monitor. He was going to show y'all. He was going to walk y'all through the steps. Had he had slides. <laughs> he was going to walk y'all through the steps. He was going to offer y'all that if you want to, you can contact him on his number. He can walk you through it personally for a small fee. Okay, so it is time for the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. This week, it is going out to Macy Bookout from Team Mom OG. Okay. Now, this wasn't just me. I noticed it, but then I saw someone, like, totally got on her ass. She tried to clap back, but the girl had all, all the points. Okay. If you are one of the very few people who still watches Team Mom OG, because it is a fucking snore fest. Cheyenne is, like, carrying the whole damn cast. Macy... She don't have no story. She don't have no storyline since Ryan got off the show. So all she talks about is PCOS and PTSD because she was at a gas station where a shooting broke out, so she got PT PTSD from that. But more so, she has PCOS. Okay, that's all she fucking talks about. So this week's episode, she was complaining about her PCOS acting up. How it's been acting up, how it's getting worse, it's causing her to be depressed, causing her not to have any energy, she's in pain all the time, blah, 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 blah. So much so that she couldn't even shoot a scene because she was too tired, she had to lay in bed, she couldn't go pick up her kids, all of this stuff. Which, you have my sympathy for that because I have PCOS. I get it, okay? However, what I don't get is all of this is going on and then you said 
Yeah, I haven't seen my PCOS specialist in five years. Really? It's doing all that. You cannot do your job, your paid job of being on MTV because of your PCOS. This is how I see it. Those girls make about 200 plus a year being on these shows. My big ass and my big ass ovaries, I'm going to say, y'all, we cramping, we bleeding a little bit, we tired, we stressed out, we kind of got a beard growing on, <laughs> kind of got a beard growing, uh, we didn't gain more weight because of PCOS, well, we just going to make this goddamn money, okay? Like, you're filming for a show. You're not going to work every single day. They only film a couple of months out of the year, and you get paid all of this money. We're, we're talking about just the money from NCV. We're not talking about endorsement deals and all of this other stuff. You're trying to be an advocate for PCOS, but you haven't seen your specialist in five years. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. How do you even know that at this point is PCOS that's causing this shit? You could have got a whole bunch of other piece stuff. You know, <laughs> you could have, yeah, you could have gotten a whole bunch of other diseases, syndromes, or whatever, but you haven't gone and fight. That is when I was like, did that bitch really? Because she really tried to slide it right on in there. But you haven't seen your specialist in five years. But you're complaining about it. If I have a pimple on my face for longer than a week, I'm calling a fucking dermatologist. You know, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm so sick of the cast of these shows because they're so spoiled. Yep. You know what I mean? They run the show. They tell the producers when you're going to uh, shoot, how you're going to shoot. They tell producers to stop filming in the middle of a scene. Totally unprofessional. You know, and I'll just, if you're going to be an advocate for PCOS, well, she got some kind of PCOS advocate, Advocacy Award of the Year. I bet they didn't know your ass hadn't been to the doctor in five years. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you're not even taking, you're not even doing the right things that you should be doing. So my part, my thing is this: if I'm gonna tell people about breast cancer awareness, I'm gonna go. Y'all finna come with me. I'm gonna go get a screener right now. You know what I mean? That's part. That's part of educating people about it. Is you go to the doctor, you stay on top of it. You know all of these all of these things, but this person ain't been in five years. Yeah, she's also a teen mom. That bitch likes forty five. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So again, we want to thank you guys. Have a fantastic week and stay sucker free. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.